0: Hi and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website emilyandblair.com for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hi and welcome to episode 132, Bad Online Reviews and How to Deal with Them. So today I'm going to talk about how bad online reviews can affect your business and what you can actually do about them. Why is it relevant? Well, pretty much this is coming off something that we've just had, which was a bad review uh, on Trustpilot, which is one of the review sites. Um and it was about one of our websites and the service that we provided. And what we found out once we actually looked through things was that actually the customer who reported this review um, got the wrong website. So it wasn't even our website. Um Hi, and welcome to episode 132, bad online reviews and how to deal with them. So today I'm going to talk about bad online reviews and what you should do about them. This is particularly relevant for us right now because this week we got a bad review on one of the review platforms called Trustpilot. I'm sure you're probably aware of Trustpilot. It's pretty much worldwide. And what we did was we followed it up with the customer that did the review and went through the process of checking the customer's screenshot of their payment transaction and found out that it actually wasn't our website that they had used at all. It was one of our competitors. So we managed to get the review removed. Okay, so why are online reviews important? Well, pretty much these days, people are relying so much on independent reviews like Google and Trustpilot for that social proof of a business or a product pretty much what you say about your business and your product only goes so far. And it's mainly about what other people say, you know, that customers are really interested in because it's unbiased reviews. And um, that's what they want. They want to know what the product is. They don't want to hear how good your product is from you because there's a certain trust issue there. So ideally, you want good reviews. But what happens if you get a bad review? First thing to do is not to panic. Okay. Sometimes these things, you know, they feel like such a terrible thing, like they feel like someone's having a go at you or your product. And, you know, at the end of the day, there's ways of managing it. So don't panic. The second thing to do is contact the reviewer, find out how to get in touch with them. Now, on Trustpilot, for example, you can request that the reviewer uh, provides you their contact details, Um, and if they don't or they refuse to, then you can actually request to have the review removed. So they kind of need to. That's part of Trustpilot's method of keeping their platform um, as honest as possible, so what you should do is always contact the reviewer and get more information about their purchase, you know, so you can do a cross check on there um, on what the uh, purchase details were, on what the product was, um, and on the transaction. So um, that's the second thing you should do. The third thing is always be friendly and polite and apologetic, if appropriate. You know, sometimes people are absolutely having a go at you. And you can actually be a bit more straightforward. You don't need to be, you know, apologetic to someone who's posted a review about your your website or your product when they've made a, a blatant mistake and it's actually one of your competitors. So, you know, that old saying that the customer's always correct, it kind of is, it kind of isn't. I tend to disagree with that and, you know, I think a lot of people do. Um, it's about managing the customer and managing their expectations. So the fourth thing is to offer a refund or some form of way to fix the problem Could, because that will actually make the customer happy. And because remember, from their point of view, they they ordered a product or they wanted a service and they haven't got what they expected. They paid money for it. So they're, they're aggravated about it. So you need to turn that around into a positive. So offering them a refund or a way to fix the problem generally will do that. Once you've done that, once you've once you've um, you know helped them and and given them a refund or you know fixed it for them, ask for the review to be removed. Um, if they won't remove it, then ask for the review to be modified. So you could say to them, "Hey, look, you know you've given me a one star uh, review for a certain um, service or product. I've Given you now come back, contacted you, talked through with you, given you a refund and all the rest of it, they might actually agree that hey, well, I'm not going to remove the review, but I'm going to modify it and change it to like a three star, which is a lot better for your rating. So it's not the end of the world. Um, so there's options there to do. Right. So personally, I don't really like platforms like Trustpilot and Google with their review. Uh, set up because basically it's way too easy for people to manipulate like your competition going in there and posting a bad review about your company or your product in my opinion these review platforms don't really care and are hard to deal with when trying to get uh, reviews removed from their platform one ironic thing is that you know, I, I was following on from an interaction with Trustpilot who refused to remove a bad review posted on one of my about one of my websites by my competitor. And I knew it was from my competitor um, due to the name that they'd used. Um, you know, and so Trustpilot refused to remove it. So I actually ended up posting a bad review about Trustpilot on their own platform. And what do you know? They removed it. <laughs> So I think, you know, they're kind of, uh, it's all very well, you know, taking people's opinions and stuff. But if you can't, you know, as a, as a platform, if Trustpilot can't take some criticism about their own platform, then it's a bit questionable in my, in my opinion. Basically, bad reviews are a part of business, and um, they're a lot more popular these days. Um, you know, as a, as a way of of people dealing with things. The key thing is to try and always encourage customers to contact you before they post a bad review. So, ways to do that is making your details clear on your on your website, that your contact details, and following up on all customer complaints quickly before they turn into a bad review. So a lot of the time, if you don't provide a way for people to contact you and you don't follow up on any customer, um, you know, uh, um, problems or, or uh, concerns or emails to you, then you will find that that generally will aggravate them even more and they'll jump onto a platform and, and post a bad review about about you or your service. So that's the key thing to do is to get onto it quickly um, and try and work it around. But also, you know, make put your detective hat on, make some um, inquiries, because a lot of the time you will find that people make mistakes. I mean, I get on one of our websites, I would get an email a week about Um, a reoccurring charge, which one of my competitors does, um, a monthly charge. We don't do that for this particular website, um, but our competitor does. And it's a very similar name, a very similar domain name to our website. And we get a lot of customers jumping on there who have have gone to our competitor and they've started charging them a reoccurring monthly subscription. And they come on um, our website, contact us and say, you know, Uh, you know, why are you doing this? You know, cancel this reoccurring payment and stuff. It's like, well, it's not even us, you know. So I've got to the point where I've actually got a templated return email, which explains who it is, you know, who our competitor is, how to contact them. um, and, And we just send that back to any of these people because it's just a complete case of mistaken identity. But we reply to all of them really quickly because we don't want those people then going, on one of these platforms like Trustpilot and posting a bad review about us when it's not even us, it's our competitor. So that's the key thing. Jump onto it quick, um, but be a bit bit proactive around investigating to make sure it is actually about your service or your product um, and do your best to try and get that review, review removed or changed to a better star rating. All right, guys, that's all we've got time for in this week's episode 132, Bad Online Reviews and How to Deal with Them. Hello. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.